There is no phone ringing, damn it! What the hell are you talking about? You know what the hell she's talking about? Now, what in hell am I going to tell this boy Shaver's parents? That a substitute nurse assassinated him because she couldn't tell the doctors from the patients on the floor? My God! Okay. You let a woman beat ya. You little tiny nothing. Why did you move closer to me? Closer Don't to bob. Uh-uh. His name was Jeremiah Johnson. Norma Ray has been working since she was 16. And Jeff Goldblum is the psycho freak who's everywhere the action is. That's outrageous! You try one more goddamn stunt and I'll light up the fucking sky! I'd rather die running than be left here alone. Okay, but remember, serpentine! Absolutely. What a guy. You can fuck the lilies and the roses too. A decade under the influence. No rules, no limits. No wonder these filmmakers changed our world. 102, take two. Ah, the French. Oh, the French. <laughs> he goes there, doesn't he say something? I'm like, don't you say something? Take us in. Paul Masson. What are we doing? <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode. Coming of home, wrap up, let's go. A decade under the influence. Uh, if you just watch the movie with us, then you just watch Coming Home. If but not, then we're just going to talk about you it. You can just, some people just click on this. They yeah. just want to know. What we were they thinking. They just want all the spoilers. That's right. Well, I mean, they've watched it, but they might not the want to watch it. Yeah. I'm, Hopefully, I'm always banking on I mean, I, sometimes a podcaster or a TV show will just be like, stop now, you know, because you're ending the spoiler zone and watch <laughs> it. But I assume that, that should just like, be part of ours. If it says that on the Facebook, and it's, it, it says that in a lot of our earlier podcasts. And it's yeah. just, yeah, no matter what, we're giving spoilers. We're going to give you spoilers. Absolutely. You've seen it. I mean, uh, that's why I wanted to do it, because I wanted to learn more about films I loved that, that I'd seen. It'd be weird to me to be drawn to something that you hadn't watched. And it's like, I want to listen to a three-hour podcast about it. <laughs> and if that's what you want, then that's what you want. Yeah. You know, like, okay, I want to learn about it before I buy. But we're also going to give you the information. Before I give Amazon two ninety nine, I need to know <laughs> that this is okay. Two ninety nine? What, are you getting standard definition? What, are you a monster? I, sometimes I like it. If it's an old movie, it's fine. <laughs> Just whenever I get it, it looks like blocks. It looks like a... To you. The, what's that stupid game? That Minecraft or something like that. You know, movie form is terrible. Berserk. <laughs> this movie was heavy. No. This was easy breezy. <laughs> it's funny, like, how it builds. One thing I really like... Um, is Sally, Jane Fonda. Well, exactly, uh, specifically about Jane Fonda in this, is that she doesn't, she's, her character, the way that it's written, like, is, is, is very humble. Like, she doesn't come into that hospital to save people. Right. You know, she's coming in there to, like, to help out in any way she can, and it is continually humbled. You know, she just has experience after experience where it's like, you're out of your depth, just fucking listen and learn. And, like, take it in. And that's, like, from the moment she walks through the door and has piss, like, sprayed all over her. Uh, but also, I agree. We're done. <laughs> but also, she's not taking shit, right? Like, yeah, she's not taking shit. She's setting, like, healthy boundaries. and Yeah. Like, you don't talk to me. She's a, she's, it's a really interesting character. You're a bastard. Like, not, definitely not typical of the era. <laughs> but I would say it's, like, not typical of characters that are, are made in general. Like, yeah. so, so often you get these films like this and, like... <laughs> You know, it's 
one man is here to save humanity or some bullshit like that where it's like maybe it's not humanity but it's like I'm going to teach you how to read or walk or, or whatever you know they come into the situation to save the day and that's not what she's there to do right yeah it's it's a pretty decent treatment of of ableism as well yeah and, I mean you know and not some perfect first, but... some, well some first steps and I'm grateful yeah. they did it and she takes on the fucking, like, women's fucking marine auxiliary club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're just here to talk about our biscuits. and like <laughs> That was cool, because, like, they, you know, they could have done, like, said nothing about that. No, I'm glad I, they got that on the tape. I am, too. They, like, walk in, they're like, mm-hmm. we just want to write a story about Little League, and... and it's like a country club and shit. It's yeah, like, they're just like, oh, you I, don't even go to this that lady's, uh, what's her comment that she makes? Uh, you remember. Oh, You're when, the I was, guy. when I was on a diet, I didn't want candy around the house. <laughs> Young women shouldn't be around. <laughs> like I'm talking about how vets are treated. You talk about candy over. <laughs> yes, like, what? what on earth do you think is going on in the hospital? I just give like, hand jobs all day. Do? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, but I like that as a starting place because, you know, she comes in really green and, you know, he talks about it. Bruce Dern talks about, like, you know, when she goes over to Hong Kong to visit, how upset he is that she's working at all. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and that's sort of the entitlement that that her character has, but doesn't like she's like, no, nah, I don't really want that. I don't want to live in the fucking the housing that's provided to me where all the kids are there playing with the guns and it's like, like well, they, they they mentioned they kicked her out too. Yeah. Oh, did they kick so her out? As soon as he goes to war, yeah, you gotta get out. Oh, interesting. I didn't catch that. Yeah. But I, also, I would have moved the fuck to the beach too. That apartment was like, yeah. maybe it was shittier, but it was at the beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the fucking patriarchy or whatever. I mean, it all tracked for shit I heard growing up and right. what you know life is barely better than now it's like don't work and right. then the thing with the tiger bomb too and just like right the presumption being that that women who are working are are um, just as a, a matter of course subjected to sexual harassment and rape and stuff mm. barf I mean yeah. right and yeah, it was like those ladies made that assumption, and then he makes that assumption after you know hearing that she's working there. And... Right, that's true. But he just didn't want her working at all. It could have been any job. And yeah, but I think it was. A he makes it clear there. why. But he would have made it clear if it was any job. Yeah, I think, I think so. He just was like didn't like it, but specifically didn't like this also. Right, but also like sexual harassment in the workplace, and like you know what would happen to working class women who are working. It seems like it was just presumed that that's just your lot in life if you're a woman working. Like Right. Yeah. So but I also believe maybe some people didn't even think about it. It's just like, I want you in the home cooking. I don't even want to think about you working. No job. Yeah, exactly. You're my property. You're supposed to be in the house with my records and my trophies. <laughs> And my bayonet and my box of, <laughs> box of grenades. grenades. <laughs> it's so weird because, Jesus. you know, he he handles it so badly and he's so shitty. But then when I watched it this time, I was like, he also, you know, it's a low bar, but he also doesn't kill anybody. And he handles it 
kind of okay. Like, he doesn't right. beat anybody up. He's, like, freaking out. But he also takes time to be like, you know, we're going to let Sally decide whatever Sally wants. And like, right. I always right. forget that Sally is with neither of them at the end. Yeah. Right? I think that's what it's implying. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she at one point is like, I've never been alone before. I've never mm-hmm. been my own person. I'm surprised oh. Vi survives through this. I mean, no, oh, same. Yeah. I thought that the other guy died, but I guess he was okay. Yeah, just Dink, kicking ass Dinky over there. Or Vic or whatever it's Dink. Dink! It's <laughs> <laughs> the name of somebody in that band, The New Bad Things, this woman, Dink. Huh. Okay. Just a Portland band. Hmm. If you're out there listening, Dink. <laughs> it was it was interesting that despite doing really horrific things, like no one is really vilified in the film. Like every pretty much every character gets a sympathetic treatment. Yeah, that's true. Well, so much so that they are literally playing sympathy for the devil while he's talking about like his Mili atrocities, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, which <laughs> I think it shows that he's fucking shitty and these people did shitty things. And but like, well, but so much. But of also, movie... he's an officer, so it's a little bit different. He's not infantry, right? I mean, he and he could so control he, it. He could say he's no. the Cali. He's William Cali who was saying to yeah. do these things, which is what I think one of the big things that ended the war is that they started killing those people. You know, right. I need you to go kill these 200 villagers. And they're like, well, we got together and we decided we're going to kill you. And you're right. lucky you went home because you shot yourself in the ass or in the leg. Well, and maybe that's the subtext Two minutes we before you were fragged. But maybe yeah. that's the subtext we don't hear from, from this film. Is it was They were like, like he had a friend who was like, they're going to kill you. Shoot yeah. yourself. Like in a spot that's not going to matter so that you can go home because... And maybe that's why he's really sensitive about it, too. Who knows? Yeah, I didn't want to feel empathy for him, but when he commits suicide, yeah, I do end up feeling empathy for him. He's just played really well. Well, I think too. it's like mm-hmm. this whole movie is fairly confessional, and right? Wars, from the beginning, yeah. from that first scene yeah. where they're around the pool table and the guys are, are having that conversation. And, like, you know, we just watched this documentary where they were mentioning that those were those are all vets, all people who have really been there. And it's an unscripted conversation. They're just talking shit. They're just talking shit. But, like, a lot of what they say, um, you know, is, like, I don't think people should have to do this. And I I did things that I'm not proud of that I don't know how to live with. And it's, like, you know, that's that's our foot through the door of this film. And it's just... As fucking heavy as as can be, so which I I think that's why these characters are all played more sympathetic, right? Because there's not supposed to be they're not supposed to be bad people. They're supposed to be people in the position that the government has put them. Yeah. Whether they're you know Johnny asshole husband or not, like this is the position that you're put into, and like you did the best or the worst in that position. I mean, it's, it's all degrees, a matter of degrees, and they're taking it from all sides. There were people who joined up. You always hear the, the movies and stories about the Marines who went first, and, like, they went before there was a draft. Right. But there's also, it's not just because, you know, they wanted to do that. They're too young to know what that means, and also they had family pressuring them, so it's totally. almost like a draft. It's like your father and your father's father and your father's father's father. 
So you're gonna go. We're right. gonna send our sons. Right. This is this is your great war. This is your thing to be upset about and drink yourself to death in the dark about. It's because I mean, I'm lucky enough to not know. But in Born on the Fourth of July, it was the same thing where he joined the Marines because his family was like pressuring him, and he thought that that's what you do, and he thought it was gonna be glamorous. I mean, I've had some trauma, but. Nothing like this, but I still relate to a movie like this because, you know, we all lived through it. Right. But, um, you know, nothing, nothing. I'm grateful that I didn't have to go through fucking war. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that my dad just had to deliver babies on an army base. <laughs> but your dad. And my dad served. My dad served in 71, which he's always like. He always says it's it's funny to think of it this way, but he's he's always like I'm really glad that I went when I went, because like the theater of the war had had shifted north during that period, and so like if you were deployed to this to the southern portion, you were doing a lot of mop up stuff. Hmm. Um, but there'd been a, a massive bombing campaign in Cambodia at that time. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, just the focus of where things were at had, had changed. And you know, he was talking, you know, that's obviously two years after Tet. Or is Tet 69 or 67? I always forget. It's been hard to put I together. And it, none of it happened when I was in high school in the 80s. Uh, the history stopped at the beginning of the Vietnam War. Right. And it was just <laughs> right. like... You're like, isn't there time between the end of this lesson and They're now? like, we can't afford textbooks for children anymore. <laughs> well, they also did. We don't want to teach you that. One of my English teachers in high school was a, a vet from Vietnam, and he still, you wouldn't talk about it either. Right. You know? The first vet who I ever had a close relationship with, who was in, uh, a specifically Vietnam vet, who wanted to talk about it was my boss at Goodwill. And he was like, he was very much a, a, a vet against the war, you know, took took part in actions here in Portland and in the larger area against the war. Um, and he was the first person who I ever met who was like, you want to know what happened, what I did, what happened? I'll tell you all of it. Well, I'll walk you through you know, a full day, sit down, you know? Um, and that was really intense for me because like my father has always been so closed about it. So like quiet about his, his experiences that, to hear someone else talk, you know, who was in a, a similar position. He was in there. He was there earlier. I, I forget when he was there. I think he was 68 that he was there. Uh, but the intensity was so much higher than, than what I had imagined he was going to talk about. You know, I, I think w when I think about war, and I, we're a little off on a tangent here. Sorry about that. But we, you. I am off. No, it's off fine. I think, we're, I think you're on target. Still talking um, about I, vets. I always think of it like, you know, I'm fighting for... That's the from, point of the movie. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> you were on target. Go. Uh, but that, like, you know, I'm over here, you're over there, and we're just shooting at each other, and, like, mm. that's the war. And he was the first person who ever told me, like, no, like, you're shooting at them, but at some point, they just overrun you, and you're fighting hand-to-hand, -hand and, like, you, you know, it gets fucking messy at that point. And... Even, you know, he, he was telling me about a situation where he was overrun, like his whole platoon got overrun and either got pushed back or died right there. Uh, and he was caught, he was caught in it. And so he uh, 
basically covered himself in mud with around these other dead bodies and just laid for three days in the jungle while, you know, the, the Vietnamese were around him and, like, doing stuff. And he's like... Rambo did that in First Blood, too. Did he? Yeah. It's just... It's just and that tracked. <laughs> but him learning to fly a Russian helicopter in First Blood 3, that doesn't track. <laughs> how would he know how to fly a Russian helicopter? <laughs> None of it's in English. <laughs> The whole thing is about Star Trek too. Now there's your tangent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Shifted. But I think a lot off. of those films, like uh, like when they, uh, they really were delicate, or or, or not, maybe not delicate. That's the wrong word. But interested in, in doing a good job talking about like the trauma that these guys were going through. Rambo, like I mean, it's a. There are pieces that are dead on. Yeah, it's, some parts of that are so fucking good. At the very end, his speech is is brilliant. And I think about the hit that. cops and, in that are um, phenomenal. Born on Fourth of July is good, and the book is good. It's based on the actual book by Ron Kovacs. Mm-hmm. And it's very good. Oh, the screen just went blank. This made me think of like when we watched uh, Winter Soldier, yeah. and not the stupid mm-hmm. M- Marvel one. No, no, it's the actual documentary. It's good. <laughs> it's in a it's a phenomenal film that is. Only confessional. That's what it's there to do. Like the, uh, it's a conference that they yeah. put together, and we like showed it at that Masonic who... Hall or wherever. <laughs> and Participated in the Milai massacre and other massacres that were less famous. Yeah, like really telling what they what they really did. Which, fuck every every American should be forced to fucking watch that. Right. It's like this is. These are the wages uh, and, and bounty of your war. Fucking look at it. And I, I think that's yeah. why coming you back... You want to glorify that war, watch this, and then then come back to me. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think like that's... When he's, he's giving the, the speech at the end to the, the high school students, and he's talking about... And the guy from Telephone. And the guy... <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's one of the most powerful things, is that like, he's... You know, he's going through that. He's, like, doing that confessional bit for them, being like, I don't want you to have to go through this. I don't want you to have to have these conversations with yourself about, you know, is this worth it? You know, can I live with what I've done? Like, Yeah. I wish And he disses the guy. Yeah. (laughs) Before equal time, all I had was this guy. (laughs) And they show him, damn it, not getting my commission. Do they work on commission? Are they, like, car salesmen? There is some like sort of because I had a guy. Yeah, there's something because I went to military school and you're JROTC, so there was a direct line to the army or whatever. So guys would like follow me around. There were a few times. You haven't signed up yet. Where there was a guy, I answered the door and I had my fucking combat boots and a shaved head, and he was basically like, "Get in this van with me," (laughs) like because I was like, "Fuck the army and shit," and he was just like, "That doesn't make any sense." You're wearing the boots and you've got an army, you've got boots, and just get in the van. <laughs> Imagine if it was like like military school, but you didn't have to go to school. It was just hanging You out can with bring dudes. your punk records. Yeah, they used to they used to definitely like try and prey on on like young kids. Oh, yeah, like my gross all, like so many it. of my family members and stuff. Like I mean, luckily everybody was like, "Oh, hell no, I'm not that stupid." Hell no, we won't go. <laughs> I I had a million conversations with those guys cuz they had tables at our at, at my high school and like 
they I just they would try to build relationships with with kids at the school because they were just there that long, you know. And I, yeah, it's gross. Like they would try to act like they're your like fucking big brother. Like not like <laughs> I mean not like that, but like no, I hear what you're saying. Like the um, oh, what's that? There was an office here on Fremont mentors for, well, Fremont, program Broadway. where the, it, yeah. it is Still big there? brothers, big sisters, isn't it? Sure, I'm... that is an organization. Yeah, yeah. So like they they try <laughs> to act the like they're that, to... but they're like they're not. They don't give a shit about you. And like once you're recruited, they just dump your ass and move on to the next kid that yep. they're recruiting. That's why I was like, so it's, like do they get so a commission? <laughs> gross. Yeah, I mean, I they do. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Ew, ew, ew. This movie does yeah. a really good job of representing itself. So I'm personally running out of shit to say, but I did want to talk. A I little give it a bit ten. Of... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do want to mention that we, I looked up the t- statistics for, like, and this is today. Well, I guess it, what I saw was of 2018 or 19. Oh, well, was, then this doesn't mean anything because we're 2021. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, 17.6 uh, veterans die of suicide every, every single day. Mm-hmm. Which... I mean, it's a phenomenal statistic for, I mean, a time where, like, there's not, I mean, the U.S. is always murdering people somewhere, right? But, like, there's not, like, an mm-hmm. active theater or, or an active engagement. Um, right. The sanctions in Iraq were just as bad, if not worse. Yeah. Right. A million children in a year. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing to me that those are constant like just the number of of people dealing with that and just who can't live with with what's happened they can't live in the world anymore yeah they didn't even mention ptsd once but all the vets that they're showing were dealing with that right especially the carotene who committed suicide obviously they're showing you these things you know right well and then i think yeah. when this movie was well, 79 it might have been and it was up for then. best picture and so it was deer hunter so there's two but movies was- dealing with Nam just barely Born. beginning to be understood accurately like yeah. it had been studied up to that point and they had all sorts of like theories and ideas and but they didn't really start to catch on more accurately and start coming up with treatments that could do anything until about right. that they were just like, identifying it as like a, a, a mental health disorder post-traumatic stress which until like the late '90s, maybe, was yeah. always tied to. We were saying in the film podcast. Yeah, it was tied. Uh, Post traumatic stress was always tied to military service. Like, if you weren't in active combat, you couldn't have a, a diagnosis of uh, post traumatic stress. Which right, is crazy. they didn't understand trauma. Right, and patriarchy too. I keep saying crazy. I need to get that. I gotta wipe oh, that from. Well, like, I'm, I'm trying like, to. I'm, I hear you. I'm actively trying to move towards like moving that language out of my. My uh, vernacular. There it is. <laughs> right on. Um, I think I'm going to give it a nine. I don't know. I'll give it a ten. I was. Uh, I don't know why I would have given it a nine. There's nothing. I don't really know. David Carradine's acting. It's not David Carradine. Robert Carradine. Robert Carradine. Why well, you couldn't even get David? If I was going to give it a nine, it might be because uh, his acting was fine. Jane Fonda had her hands up for so long in that one scene. That it's didn't like, this me. doesn't track for me. Sometimes when I think of that movie, I think of that. So it's like it is one of the things that sticks with me. Doing <laughs> that, just being open. And right. It's almost like oh, you're being a little too much of a hippie if he's coming in bayonet first. Like 
go in the other room and grab some of his grenades and like you know <laughs> yeah it was kind of like I, like I could understand like a putting your hands up yes, and a pushing and a away motion like defensive like but also the or like more you know like backside of your hands facing like like wanting to like come come let me comfort you I can right. see you're hurting but it's like in this weird like Barbie hands position yeah, it's, it's like weird. sort of in between both. And maybe that's a conscious choice. I, it looked conscious to me. Like, you know, sure. like they, she's like trying said, to say, so but, it, but it, it does seem like a, a little bit on the contrived yeah. side because, like, you kind of would have, I don't know. Like, I mean. It seemed to me like she's, I hear you. Something, never, something's off about it. I've, I'm frozen here. I'm yeah. like, okay. it's either fear or something. I'm yeah. just, like, petrified. And my it's like, I think, I think fucking... she's trying to convey that she's sort of feeling both mm-hmm. like conflicted of, about whether she's feeling defensive or come here i i can see you're hurting right mm-hmm. um but it, it is it is just like a little bit awkward is it just feels a little bit contrived but i mean that is so fucking nitpicky it's it, just it, like yeah. it's fine no, i know i feel ridiculous. like an, an asshole even <laughs> like it's okay to talk about it because there's something going insane. on there yeah He's all mad that they moved. He's all mad that they got a job. He hates her fucking hair. And then all of a sudden, she's like, and I bought a new car. And he's like, right on. He's like, yeah. That's the one thing she was actually worried about. Right? (laughs) He loves it. He's like, outstanding. (laughs) (laughs) You know, And then he crashes it. The only other piece I would add to that, though, is I don't know that that gun was for anyone but him. And I think she might have understood that maybe a little bit more clearly than was perceived. I think it was very dangerous threat level. He could oh have yeah, killed all those people. Uh, a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. But like, you know, sometimes when they give you like how the scenes laying out or something or something like that, I wonder if like it was explained that like because you know he's most when he's upset in that scene, he's not really upset with her. He's upset with like where he is in the world right mm-hmm. i don't belong fucking anywhere yeah you know i'm not i don't belong here i don't belong in the war i don't belong just in the world so much so that he you know runs himself into the sea <laughs> um i shot myself in the leg <laughs> vi is a little bit pushy in that scene <laughs> yeah what was it no, like really no, what happened tell me the happened? story exactly what happened i can see you don't want to say anything so <laughs> you better <laughs> yeah. say something <laughs> yeah, gosh, I wish Dink would have thought of that, shooting himself in the leg. Ooh. Fucking yikes. <laughs> Alright, Victory, your rating? Thumbs, thumbs up. up. Should have pulled his thumbs down. I fucking hate this. This is bullshit. <laughs> uh I think we're all very interested in what what you have to uh say about this movie as I'm well. Not interested. Well you say that now. But when we get our first I am message. Interested, yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, we didn't mention the sex scene. We did in the. Oh right, the right. We should give a little. Give a Which one? Oh, there's sex scene. Yeah, but in contrast to the other sex scene, yeah, I like it. Yeah, well, I think they're both important. Uh, how it's shot, because you know, something we talked about that during the film that like, uh, she has sex with him and is obviously very or, or uh, John Boyd's character Luke, and she is like 
she's enjoying herself. She's having an orgasm. She is like, and they're getting past these they, obstacles that people will be like, oh, your sex life is over. Well, and what's so interesting? Because you he doesn't have any feeling right? below. She's like, I. It's help, not. He feels. Help me know what to do here. <laughs> yeah, I thought it's done very well. But I think yeah. But one it. thing that's really cool about that is that, like, I think people don't have a lot of conversations. I, or at least I would say for my parents' generation, it seemed like people did not have a lot of conversations about no sex. No conversations. Yeah. Like, even even when the you light were, on, I yeah. like that. Um, and, lights off and don't say anything. Exactly. And then they're like engaging in this conversation. Like, and maybe a, it's a, good it's step a forced in right conversation because she's like, I want to do okay for you. I want to know how to, how to make you enjoy yourself and I want to... Even make your body feel good. The scene with the with the sex worker with the mm-hmm. escort, you know. But it's it's it's, it's hey stands, Reno man. It stands <laughs> into con into stark contrast from her and uh, Dernsey Bruce and Dern's uh, <laughs> film uh, or sex scene where she's just sort of like counting the holes on the ceiling or the you know what, last night's crossword yeah. puzzle <laughs> exactly just going through it like okay and he's. Done. All right. Well, I guess I can go to sleep now, or I can maybe, mm. <laughs> you know. It's, yeah. It, it's 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 interesting. The the one thing that like does stand out though that I I don't I, I just always feel bad, especially for actresses, is like the scene is so focused on like her naked body. Yeah. And like her being touched sexually and like they're really doing I've seen that. that so many times in a lot of movies I didn't I didn't feel that in this movie hey, what was it you see him you could see his, yeah you know. what did you see of him just just what his, did they they didn't do a close-up of his butt they didn't do a close they did up do a close-up of his, of his butt and then you get to see like his junk there was a towel there but yeah I thought that it, you know again the bar's probably low but I thought it, it it did a better job than a lot of movies we've watched to involve you in a conversation and show him they did show his butt yeah yeah because I was like rate, I was rating bad. his butt eh, I'm not I'm not saying it's a it could do better but it's I thought a bad it was pretty thing. good it just it just felt a little I think it just it I've, sort of took me out of the moment like it it just was so I don't know. It's so just extra, I guess. Like, I think they it were just, trying yeah, to show it like that for it me, but I thought it was too long too. It didn't yeah. convey. Like, I'm not going to the bathroom, but I liked the conversation. Everything you said, I liked. It through. it it didn't convey enough of a specific meaning to me. See, it, wait, I it th- kind of it hit me like, oh, here's them doing a close up of um, Jane Fonda's nipple so that they could like sell more tickets to the movie. Like that's what it felt like to me. I, I would agree it with kinda that. It kind of ruined it a little bit for me. Yeah. And I, I mean, th- I got back in it as the scene progressed, but like that moment, I was just like, oh, here we go. I didn't feel I that. She <laughs> normally would be like, no, I'm not going to do that. And like yeah. she agreed to do it because of what was happening because they believed in it. And yeah. it was like, right. like you totally. said, they thought they were doing breaking this great taboo and maybe they were, but it, like we right. talked about in the... Well, but I think one thing that, they're, that they are trying to sell sex. that I did take away from the scene was that like he's much more delicate. He's much more like, yeah. I'm going to touch your body. I'm, go- I'm interested in your pleasure. And, That's and which, true. Which That's is true. Like, but which I thought they did an excellent job with Me showing too. him... Remember? Like going down on her and her expressing yeah. her pleasure vocally, um, but then I I also when they were like doing just really tight close-ups of like 
him like fondling and licking her breasts and and things like that. I was like, th- this is what feels. Uh, this is what feels uh, more uh, sensationalized, I guess, and not, not necessarily. Sensational. Yeah, that's the exact moment that I was just like, oh, this is dumb. And then, but then after that, they go into like the the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I felt was was fine. It felt like. It felt very natural. It felt like it had purpose. Like, I just, yeah. It's like if they had just, like, cut that one little bit, that whole sex scene would have been much better, I think, for me. Because I did. We've all been burned so much by bad sex scenes. Because, again, I I didn't have that reaction. I've come from a place where people would be like, oh, we have to be doing this. Or, like, you're doing it wrong if you want to do this. Because I'm not, you know, the way I engage sexually to TMI. But <laughs> sometimes I don't necessarily be wanting to do just penetration or something like that, or I enjoy giving pleasure. So when I saw that, it's also because I was caught up in the fact that right. they were having dialogue, and it was starkly different from a lot of sex scenes. Oh my gosh! So maybe yeah. I, I gave it a pass that we because I didn't feel that it was sensationalized or anything like that, and I do feel that when I'm watching like Baywatch or something. Oh yeah, yeah. anything. It's not know, on it's that. A, it's that's not on I didn't that feel it was overly gratuitous, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah. But you see, what I do, what's, what's interesting to me is that, like, it didn't change. I love Hasselhoff, though. It was, like, <laughs> so much of, like, their physical touch was really good and really interesting and, frankly, sexy. Um, yeah, and letting you know that that can be sexy. And then it just sort of lingered too long, I think, is it was the difference. Because, like, like when she when they were having the conversation about, like, you know, I don't exactly know how to touch you. And, like, he's like... Like in these areas of my body, like where I have sensation, I'm very sensitive. And, you know, they're following. Right, they're more sensitive. They're following, like, her hands and his hands. And, like, all of of that was fantastic. Yeah. And I really liked it. Um, You know. Yeah, it's just. it. The only part that just sort of took me out of it for a moment was just, like, the really weird close-up of the nipple yeah it's like <laughs> what's going on all right we've repeated three times good night yeah <laughs> well I, hold on there's fuck just, off just one <laughs> tiny more and it's not on this scene that i i, uh-uh. I just kind of want to like give a I'm sure it's fine acknowledgement to <laughs> john voigt turned into a baddie and we well, like, said that but yeah we said it during the the, the film the portion on, but this is different and i and i, and I think it is just is it different I just I just want to mention it because like if people are watching watching this and being like oh I want to really like follow him now and like see where he's at don't save yourself like no yeah, right. don't fine. comma save yourself uh, <laughs> I mean this is separate and I liked that he still uh, you know felt the same way oddly right it's one of those things that doesn't make sense it's requiring more research I've been researching it for a long time I don't understand yeah it's not what's happening in my old age I hope it doesn't get any worse but it's Fuck. just bizarre that you come out as a trump supporter yeah very bizarre yeah so i, I won't say any more than that because i don't really no, you're know right. a ton beyond that but uh but yeah just it's something to know <laughs> anyway that's true thanks so much right john void and tell yeah. him to fuck off tell him to get his fucking life straight or something i mean <laughs> i'm don't. sure <laughs> people might i mean jane fonda hasn't changed Right? I wonder what Bruce Dern's like now. Pretty cool. He's pretty cool. 
He's in this podcast and it's newer. He's in the the podcast for Silent Running is pretty new and is it? He hasn't changed much. It seems he was in that movie we watched. What did we watch? Yeah, the the uh, Once Upon a Time in yeah. Hollywood. Yeah, he always looks like he's so old. <laughs> <laughs> but he just keeps mm. making movies. He's good in that movie. Yeah, I liked. It. You didn't like it? I did, I, I liked that movie. We watched it right it here. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> All right, that's it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>